This is Andy Blummer, Web Services Team Lead with the June 1st, 2021 update from the AJ Daily. Today's AJ Daily includes an announcement from the American Angus Association welcoming its 2021 interns, an update on grain prices, a statement from the NCBA requesting support from policymakers, and news of a cyber attack affecting meat packers. American Angus Association welcomes 2021 interns, adapted from a release by Riley Reap, Angus Communications. The American Angus Association is dedicated in providing opportunities for youth to grow and succeed through hands-on experiences. During the internship program, the association allows students to strengthen their knowledge about the cattle industry while further advancing their skills and professional network. Bree Taylor from Oklahoma State University joins the team as one of two events and education interns. Jim Stickley from St. Paris, Ohio will also serve as an events and education intern. Amanda Botello Avarenga of Brazil will be joining Angus Genetics Incorporated this summer, researching genetic and genomic modeling for foot scores in American and Australian Angus. Jessica Wesson of Searcy, Arkansas will serve Angus Media as the editorial intern for Angus Beef Bulletin. Sarah Harris, originally from Springwood, Virginia, will also join Angus Media as the Angus Journal intern. Riley Reap from Ropesville, Texas, joins the association as the communications intern. To read more, go to angusjournal.net. Effects of higher grain prices on feedlots decision to feed distillers grains. Adapted from a release by Elliot Dennis and Galen Erickson, University of Nebraska-Lincoln. The historical demand from China and domestically low stock-to-use ratios have led to the most recent run-up in grain prices. The direct effect of higher grain prices is that it increases the cost of gain for feedlots. In other words, it costs more dollars to put up the same amount of weight. Higher cost of gain generally creates incentives for feedlots to place heavier feeder cattle and to ship cattle at lower finished weights. These two incentives combine to require less feed and effectively limit the effect of higher feed costs. However, even at higher grain prices, feedlots could still decide to feed cattle to larger, heavier carcass weights if their marketing method is to sell cattle on a negotiated dressed basis. For more information, go to beef.unl.edu forward slash beefwatch forward slash archive. NCBA pushes Congress to address areas of concern in the cattle industry, adapted from a release by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. On June 1st, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association led a letter with the support of 37 affiliate state cattle organizations urging the leadership of the U.S. Senate and House Agriculture Committees to address critical areas of concern in the cattle and beef industry. Specifically, NCBA pushed Senator Debbie Stabno, Senator John Boosman, Representative David Scott, and Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson to consider swift congressional action to expand beef processing capacity, broaden labor policies and strengthen the beef processing workforce, increase transparency in the cattle markets by reauthorizing livestock mandatory reporting, support industry efforts to reform product of the USA generic labeling, and 
ensure proper oversight of the cattle market players by concluding the ongoing U.S. Department of Justice investigation into the meatpacking sector. For more information, go to ncba.org. Cyber attack on JBS is a big deal. Adapted from a report by Lynn Steiner, Steiner Consulting Group. During the weekend, JBS, the largest beef packer and second largest pork packer in the United States, was hit by a cyber attack that forced it to suspend operations in some plants. A company statement quoted by Newswires confirmed that some of the servers supporting North American and Australian IT systems were affected by this attack. Because Monday was a holiday in the United States, the Australian and Canadian plants were the first ones to suspend operations, and it is our understanding that today, June 1st, a number of U.S. plants may not be operating. One of the questions that probably some will have is the scope of this problem for the industry. We think this is a major issue, but much will depend on how long the disruption persists. To read more, go to dailylivestockreport.com. Today's AJ Daily was compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor, Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.